You tuned in to Relationship Factor, where we talk about all things relationships for millennials, moving you from a problem to solution, from functional to exceptional relationships. I'm your host, Kingsley Moyo. Hey, thanks again for downloading another episode of Relationship Factor. To you who share, send comments, uh, follow, uh, engage with Relationship Factor, thank you so much. And, and if you haven't had the chance to go ahead and connect with us on Facebook, I encourage you to find us on Facebook. We have a page and a private group. So just go on Facebook and type up Relationship Factor. You'll find the page in the group. Follow and join the group and let's continue the conversation. Today my guest is LT Bourne. LT is a speaker, author, and the founder of Open Thought, a nonprofit organization created for youth development to give the youth a voice and an outlet to express themselves. For a conversation this today, we're talking about ideas of toxic masculinity, the myths around manhood. Join me for this conversation. Masculinity. Every man out there learns or receives ideas of masculinity or manhood through modeling or by watching fathers, uncles, or some male figure that they grew up around. And it's always true that some of these ideas of masculinity they are toxic, and some of these ideas that are shared and embraced, they're actually myths. LT, tell me your journey. Tell me your story. How did you, or where did you learn your ideas of masculinity? Was it from your dad? Unfortunate for me, I didn't come from that environment with two parents in the household. Hmm. I had to learn how to become a man in a world where men weren't present. My mother and my grandmother, they did phenomenal jobs, but there's a lot of things that they couldn't help me with. So most of my life, for the, for the early part of my life, I've been on this path of trying to find myself, trying to find out who I am in this world, you know, because nobody when we, when you grow up in that in that type of home and that type of environment, it seems like the world is against you. You don't feel as though mm. society is trying to support you. It's always they're always highlighting the negatives about you. I mean, you turn on the TV and you see people like you um um highlighted in a negative light. It's easy to fall victim to the expectations of this world and society. And so but I remember there's this one time I was working in the hotel industry and mm -hmm. I was disgruntled about things. And I went to the HR manager at the time and I went to her and complained about the things I was disgruntled about. And she was like, Leo, you have all these complaints, but what are your solutions? What it did is shifted my mindset from being a victim to now mm. being someone who wanted to be victorious in the victory of life. And, and it's interesting. It's, yeah, in, it's interesting. Yeah. You, it's interesting you mentioned that because yes. more often when we approach things, we approach them with a the complaint. Right. We spend a whole lot of time talk thinking about the problem. Right. And 
and then we want to uh, 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 deposit the problem into somebody's life or into somebody else's space, and we don't want to deposit a solution, and then we 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 leave empty. It, it's 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 interesting that kind of makes the shift from victim to victorious. And you yeah. you know you mentioned something that kind of like and I want to give a shout out to our moms. Uh, I grew up yeah. from a single parent as well. Shout out to our moms, our grandmas. I mean, they did phenomenal jobs. Like you giving them credit, and but still, there's that piece. There's that piece because you want to be you want to have a balanced life, having a, a father and a mother or a male and a female to give you uh, to give you that balance. Because there's really reality is there's no rule book on how to grow up uh, as a young man. You have to watch. Somebody has to walk with you. Somebody has to show you. And unfortunately, you can learn it dysfunctionally uh. or in a functional way. Wow, wow. Solutions from what I'm gathering is uh if the foundation is wrong, like you were saying, um, we miss certain things and that throws things off. Misunderstood idea of manhood in relationships. What do you have for me? The idea of being macho. Mm, macho. Macho, macho. <laughs> I want to be a macho. Yeah, that I and you see that's embedded in our society. You know, we have to be strong. Mm. All throughout our upbringing, there's these strong figures like Popeye the Sailor Man and a lot of men don't cry. <laughs> exactly, which which paints a one sided narrative about who we are as guys. Because there are mm. guys who go through a lot of emotional trauma growing up, but they can't express mm -hmm. it because mm. of the narrative that society paints, which is one sided. Society expects you to be macho. You you don't you don't show feelings. You don't cry. I'm a robot. I can't I can't be in touch with my emotional side, which is mm. unhuman, not human. And what happens in regards to relationships is that we can't connect to people on that next level. So we we tend to not understand our partners emotionally. We understand the physical aspect. Love the physical aspect mm -hmm, when, it comes mm -hmm. to, when it comes to to that emotional connection that women crave. We struggle with that because we are not in touch with that emotional side ourselves. And so, when we start to allow women in or or our significant others in, it it feels uncomfortable. And so, we start to rebel against this uncomfortable feeling. And the in the ways we go about rebelling this feeling tends to hurt our partners because we can push abuse up comes in mm. emotional physical spirit you, you name all the abuses wow. yes because it's so uncomfortable so we need to find out okay she's in too close get her out you're not supposed to be in this space no get out get out and so we do depending on your personality type and your belief system we do things to to get them out of that space because it's a space that we're not comfortable in and we don't if, if we're not comfortable, then we are not comfortable allowing other people to be in that space as well. So wow. that's that's one of the main reasons why we struggle as men in relationships, because society has built this whole narrative of the macho man when actuality, that's not reality. That's not mm. who we are. We cannot, we can't be 
macho men all day. Yes, there's a time to protect the home and be a provider and all these great things, but there's also a time to connect deeply and express the things that we've been through through the day that has, that has hurt us. Because we do encounter hurtful situations during the day that we suppress because of this narrative. And sometimes we need to come home and be like, honey, this mm. terrible thing happened to me today. Mm. Let it all out. Most My times- goodness. That, that's, that's, that, that, now that's the, so we, we were missing out an opportunity to mm. actually connect emotionally. Mm. And so that causes a prob- probably causes a whole lot of relationship breakdown because mm-hmm. when a woman feels like they can't connect emotionally, they they feel like their needs are not being met because primarily women want to connect emotionally and know yeah. that you were there. And when the man is not there, yeah. that 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 lack of vulnerability ruins our relationships. <laughs> Um, with our children, we have Father's Day coming up, and you'll see the difference between the Father's Day celebration and the Mother's Day celebration. And and that's and that difference is solely because of what you just mentioned: the fact that mothers are more emotionally connected with their children as opposed to to dad, who 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 don't take that time out to 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 build that emotional connection with their children. They're they're only concerned about being the provider, but they're not looking mm. at it from the emotional support level. When we can customize life to our liking, we don't have to follow the scripts of society. We we are living in a time now where we're actually seeing men become house husbands. The script is being flipped. Yeah. Correct. And I don't want these guys to feel insecure about this new role, last of men. Because I know a few guys who are house husbands. They've accepted the role of being house husbands. What I've realized with these guys, all of these guys, is the, the, the connection their children have to them compared to the mothers. It's reversed as well. The children are mm. more connected to the fathers as opposed to the mothers because now the children come home, they bond with dad. So they, they have completely flipped the script. Of, of what manhood should be like. There's a misconception that when you're a provider, you go out. You're mm. the one who's going out. Uh-huh. But I think as a culture, um, seeing as that we want to support our our, our, our our ladies, there comes a time whereby they need to go ahead and get into the world and explore their careers. And there's nothing wrong with staying at home. You uh-huh. can't still be a provider by taking care of the kids. Yes. And that's that's really kind of misunderstood. And And... In some cultures, it's actually frowned upon. Yes. Now, how do we change that? These ideas, uh, we, I mean, we macho, lack of vulnerability, uh, this misconception about being providers. How do we? How do we change all of this? Like, we're in it. For I think, anyone who's listening out there, I think we're changing it already by having a conversation. You know, a lot. Yes, a lot of guys need to know that it's okay. It's okay to open up. Sometimes we need to check our ideas of normal. Right, right, right. Because what we grew up with and we thought was normal, sometimes is a dysfunctional kind of normal. And we go into life with that. It maybe came from how we were raised. It maybe came from social, it may be a social construct, mm-hmm. or it may be just how your boys relate to you. And really those become the men that you know. Right. Uh, sometimes family, uncles, grandpas. So we need to check our ideas of normal, test them. Are these realistic in the society that I'm living in? 
are, are these are this sustainable? I was just ch- talking to a friend um, uh, a while back and uh, talking about this idea of staying at home or the wife going mm-hmm. into work, and we landed the conversation in saying that what if your wife was a medical doctor mm. and um, you were uh, not downplaying this profession, you were a construction mm. worker, uh, meaning you, you make significantly less mm-hmm. money. And um, you had a kid, of course. Um, certain time it was for certain several months, the wife would, would stay at home just for the breastfeeding uh, for those that choose to breastfeed or bottle milk or whatever. So, would you let your ego let you go to work and let her stay at home, and so that and in such a way that you're bringing in less money? Not that it's about mm-hmm. money, but would you let your ego? get the most of you and you go to work in your job as opposed to if she went back mm. to work and she actually made more money that would continue to sustain yes. things. That's, and you got to look at, you gotta different... look at the bigger picture. You have this child now, she going back to work, bringing in more income, secure us a better future for the child. I, I want people to understand now that we are in a shift societal shift where the patriarch that existed that existed in the 60s and the 70s is no more. We are going to have to get comfortable with women making more money than us in, in, hmm. in some relationships. We have to look at providing at a wider scale as opposed to monetary. You have, you have emotional, hmm. psychological support, you also have the physical support as well. There's a lot of ways you can contribute to a relationship that's not money. We've, we continue to reinforce this narrative of money, us being associated with money. Yes, it is a, a, a part of the equation, but it's not the full picture. But the relationship itself needs more tools, needs more substance. And we sometimes do not focus on the other things. We get so primarily focused on the money, we, we neglect the other things. And in neglect, neglecting the other things, we end up destroying the relationship. Somewhere, somehow, the cycle needs to be broken. And because we're importing certain things, uh, we... we, we we have dysfunctional relationships. It's interesting. One of the interesting things is that you'll notice that a man can have three or four girlfriends. Mm. A man can cheat. Mm. But if a woman does that, we, we call them all right. the names. Right. A double it's, standard. Yeah, it's, it's a double standard. Not that we're condoning that behavior of having uh, extra partners and all that stuff. But it's the, the dynamics are, are all messed up. And... I was having a conversation with somebody who was just saying, well, you know, ah, men will always be men. Uh, we're uh, reinforcing something that's, uh, <laughs> that's not right. There they needs to be a, a uh-huh. shift. It's not a man's world. Can you, can, it's not a man's world. And for the longest while, we thought it's a man's oh. world. And some of the statements we say, we say the woman is the, men is the head, the woman is the uh. neck. What does the woman have to be below? Mm. Subconsciously, we reinforce that, well, he's in charge. I have influence. Why can't we both be in charge? Mm. So, so then, now that we're here, mm-hmm. we understand all these 
this 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 misunderstanding of manhood that hurts and affects relationship. What can we take away? What what's the encouragement, uh, LT? I know you speak to to many of these issues, and you travel and you do some speaking engagements on this. What then can we do? Like, where do we begin? Say, I'm young or um, I'm married or I didn't get the rule book for manhood. What do I do? Create your story. You know, yeah. Hurt people hurt people. Before you go in a relationship, make sure you confront everything negative about you. Make sure you are healed before you step into another person's life. Because you want to bring blessings to people. You want to you wanna be... A, a, a light in somebody's light. You don't want to be a drag. You don't want to be someone that's not allowing that next person to grow. And a lot of time as hurt individuals, as in, as individuals who have gone through abandonment or any sort of childhood issues, we bring that trauma into our relationships and we end up damaging those people with the traumas that we've been through because we haven't um, learned to, to deal with that or even confront that. I have to confront my trauma because I wanted to become the best version of myself at the end of the day. So I had to deal with my trauma and learn how to speak my truth. And I realized that before confronting that trauma, I used to have a controlling idea of, of relationships and lovers. You know, I never, I always wanted to control you. I didn't want you to hurt me. I didn't, I didn't want to put mm. you in a position to make me feel pain because I felt that pain of neglection before. So it so was defensive before you I even stopped the relationship. I had a whole lot of defense mechanisms set up that wouldn't allow you mm. to hit my emotional parts, that wouldn't allow you to even think about damaging me. So I was a very, very controlling and toxic lover. And I had to come to mm. grips with that. I had to understand humanity and understand our purpose here. And our purpose is to, is to be a blessing unto others, to, to, to be a light. I think it's Maya Angelou that says that the greatest agony is bearing an untold story. That's the greatest agony. That's the greatest agony we have as people, not being able to share our stories. And me having that pain in that relationship, I wasn't allowing my lover to tell her story because I was so enwrapped in my own narrative inside my mind. Now I want to know who you are. I, this is my story. This is who I am. Now who are you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What what have you been through? What how can how can I support your journey? So it, it came from a situation of defense now to a situation of acceptance and and support. Now me being able to support people now because there's nothing for me to hide. There's nothing for me to feel uh, insecure about because I have confronted that now. I, I've confronted the elephant in my mind. So now I'm building a stronger self-identity, self which is now adding to my confidence, which is now giving me a, a much more deeper purpose in the world. And all of this is healing. All of this, all of this falls mm. under healing. So until, until, until you confront your mm. story, you won't experience a, a full intimacy in relationships. You won't experience uh, a fulfillment. You, 
you're living a half-baked life and you're thinking I'm 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 doing relationships well. So there's more, your potential is limited. There's more that you could experience. Healing is your strength in this life. That is that is the strength of life. When we get healing and we confront our story, we can we can kind of deal with these misconceptions of uh manhood. And for the longest while, I think I think uh, many uh, many young men, and sometimes even men that grew up with fathers in the home, absent fathers does not necessarily mean that the dad wasn't physically in the home. It could be that they could be in the house, but they're mm-hmm. gone. And sometimes we have dads in our home, and we're learning some dysfunctional things, and we get this false idea of manhood, and then we take it on to relationships, and we continue to create brokenness in our communities. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. LT man, thank you so much oh, for man. joining me. I appreciate you coming through. I know you're a busy guy. You, 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 you engage a lot. Where can we find more information about you? What's, what's happening? What's, where can we link up with you and get more stuff? on? All right. So you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at I am LT born. I also have a personal blog um, on my website at ltborn.com. In general, the website is all about personal growth and development. Um, I want to cater my blog to that. This is a wrap-up of another episode of Relationship Factor. Don't forget to uh, log into Relationship Factor. There's some more resources. Um, like us. Uh, give us a star rating, five-star rating. Hey, we'd like to keep on giving you some good stuff. and. Thank you for tuning in. All information is going to be on the show notes. So go in there. You'll find all the resources and the link to relationshipfactor.org where you get free resources on how to have healthy boundaries. Thank you, folks. Take care.